Penn State faces Michigan and a whole bunch of awesome college football conference title races are on the line. And this week, not only that, but I finally, finally atone. This is the weekend spread. It's going to be a good one, folks. hell was that hello and welcome to the weekend spread the schooner pods weekly college uh football pick'em show i'm bobby howard with me today we've got ty lee, ty lee jameson maxwell and the captain boaton blake and guys look there there's a lot to uh talk about um look i am now number one in the standings that's clearly what we're all here to talk about and be excited about not not nothing else uh but yeah um look let's let's give the viewers a little bit of background on what they're about to see so um i've had a outside of the weekend spread i've had a little bit of bad luck recently and i think we can trace it to one source right jameson yes and bobby made a false promise that if ou won the texas game that he would eat the state fair's fruity pebble pickle and the fruity pebble pickle Ty, as you like to say, um, fruit by the foot with fruity pebbles on the outside of a big pickle coated in maple syrup. Is that right? Yeah, it's like syrup to tack up and attach the pebbles. The pebbles need a binder. Mm -hmm. But so I'm really looking forward to this. And people on podcast are about to get some nice crunch ASMR right now. Oh, yeah. Yeah. They're gonna they're gonna hate that. Sorry, Blake. And Go for it. it cannot. It cannot be understated the streak of bad luck that Bobby has gone on. Um, after he <laughs> didn't eat the pickle, Bobby proceeded to have a good weekend spread week, where he then came on this podcast with the most hubris I've ever seen, saying he doesn't need to eat the pickle. <laughs> I'm doing so good. Doesn't need to eat the pickle. Since then, we've had some Tottenham embarrassing losses. OU has gone 0 and three, not one and two, because only beating UCF by two points is basically a loss. So. <laughs> oh you oh and three and then the big one the wolf slash coyote that to completely tore apart bobby's car was also hit and he is right it was traced back to one source we were all saying it on the pod that even while bobby was gloating here a few weeks ago that everything's fine i'm picking so well nothing needs to change we knew something bad was gonna happen and these last few weeks have proven it it's affecting not just the Sooners, but overall my my life as a whole. Things are just going horribly wrong. Uh, hit after hit after hit. And look, I was right. It has not affected my weekend spread uh, score. That is like the only thing it hasn't affected. But I think at this rate, if I don't eat the Fruity Pebble Pickle, I, I might actually just like die, like get hit by a truck or some other embarrassing way of death. So um, even though the state fair is over, I have recreated the fruity pebble pickle folks so give us a close I'm up going, look at look at this so i feel like mm, i recreated oh, it yes. pretty pretty perfectly <laughs> and i am um guys i'm gonna take it to the dome so i'm while i'm taking this uh fruity pebble pickle to the dome 
I'm going to kick it to y'all to kind of chit chat about uh, the past week of college football and everything. I, I am, I am taking my hands off the wheel and letting y'all uh, talk college football while I polish off this fruity pebble pickle. We're not going to talk about college football. We're just going to sit in silence as we watch you each eat this fruity pebble pickle. Let's get a close up. Lean into that. I camera. will let say, me see, let me see I, a I will say, shot. go ahead. Ty. That's it. That's the appropriate size. There was some concern earlier today when you sent pictures of the pickle um, that it would not be the appropriate size. It is in fact, not a big pop up pickle, but it, it is, it is adequately sized for, for the task at hand. All right, here we go, folks. Let's try it. It's going to be really good. Oh, yum. Oh, uh-oh. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we've no. lost him. We lost him. <laughs> I don't think I could do it. I really can't. <laughs> you can't. No, Bobby, you Bobby. Oh, no half measure. No half measure. No half I don't, measure. Oh, you said you're taking it to the dome. I don't think I can do this. I how, actually, how big was that first bite? Did you at least get like a third of it? I didn't even swallow it, man. I couldn't. Oh, it was gonna go reversal of fortune, man. I can't, we can't be having oh, that on the no. podcast. <laughs> we cannot be having that on the podcast. I'm pretty sure that's that would get us banned on YouTube. It is, doesn't matter. It's worth doesn't it. Matter. It's, it's worth bad. it. <laughs> it is bad, man. That is, that is, that is foul. Please break it that down. What's about absolutely it? Absolutely, it, it no. can't realistically, it, it cannot be that bad. Right. Like, I, I understand you have an aversion to pickles, but it's a pickle. And so know, it's here's yeah. the problem is it's not, it's like it's a worse version of a pickle because now it doesn't have the crisp crunch. It's like gone soggy, but it's still a pickle. So you go through like this kind of soggy shell and then it's pickle. It's just not good, man. That's just what I a pickle is normally. This. That's, Bobby, yep, were, that if you are making the situation worse, actually, than anything before, you you just no, I legitimately did not eat the okay. pickle by but making I need the to, pickle. I need to go on mute while I do this, okay? Please. Like, I, you do not need... <laughs> the The audience does not need to hear keep, gagging keep, sounds. Keep it on camera. That keep it on horrible. camera. I'm on camera. I will stay, keep it on camera. I'm staying on camera. But <laughs> right, move your camera a little bit please down. Talk about general please talk okay. Please, we'll, we'll talk about college football. Bobby, Bobby, the the pickles got to go to the dome. The dome can't go to the pickle. See, that's what you did. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh. No. Keep it on screen, Bobby. Keep it on screen. <laughs> this is why y'all got to subscribe to our YouTube right now, people that are listening. You just don't get this content on podcast. Come and just check this out at least for the. Pickle um, content. The, We've been the, promising this for too long. Look at him go. So bad. <laughs> the fruit by the foot. The gummy texture is so bad. <laughs> I want you to I break it say. down like you're a food channel judge. If, if this is this is just go Joey Chestnut right. style on it, Bobby, and just take it. Yeah, take it down. I'm gonna do my best. I'm gonna do my best. Talk college football. I, I will say Bobby's being a good sport about this. Rolling into rolling into this week, we've got some really exciting games on the slate. We've been picking it up lately. Bobby is, you know, desperately trying to reverse his fortunes right now um, in real life, but he's been on quite the tear um, on the spread, like you mentioned, retaking the lead from from Blake. So it will be interesting to see. We've got some we've got some serious ball not knower separator games, as Blake and I like to say this week. A lot of very obvious things, but 
you know, I'm excited. I'm very excited to talk Penn State, Michigan, as soon as Bobby finishes uh, finishes this pickle here. Okay, so ball knower take. What was K-State doing going for two in overtime oh to try to win whenever they had all the momentum? That Chris Kleiman is a ball not knower. That's what I know. Is he had like it wasn't like they got up big, Texas came back, tied it at the end, and they had zero momentum, so they just had to go for it. They were doing great. They were moving the ball. What are we doing by it's in like on a down to down basis. Texas is good. Like Texas has a good defense. Just go at them again. What are we doing? The botched field goal too. Like this was like the botch of the century. That end of the game was horrible. It's yeah. NIL collectives out there. Pay your kickers. You need a good kicker because Jesus. K State could have won that game easy. Like if they just made one of those two kicks, they they are golden. They are golden. Oh God, Bobby is Bobby is like. <laughs> oh, he needs this. He needs this. I think he's gotten past the fruit by the foot place because that pickle looks a little bare at the end. So luckily he's yeah. I think he's just eating stretch. a pickle at this point. <laughs> he's stripped that so, thing. I, it was not intentional. It just came off. Like it just came off. They, Bobby oh slurped God. up the whole fruit by the foot, and the foot fruity pup was I, right I, off the top. I 100 need to wash my hands after this. This is if bad. you <laughs> if you had to do it again, would you would you try to corn on the cob like the fruity pebbles <laughs> off, and then go for the pickle? Or <laughs> I don't know, man. I'm just would just, you would you try to like peel it like a banana if you were to eat like the is, banana? Is, like is this a dill pickle or a bread and butter pickle? I'm it's, a dill, it's a dill. It's a dill. Oh. So he kind of made it worse on himself. Knowing that he doesn't like pickles, he went out of his way to buy the most, like, pickly pickle he could. I mean, that's, like, kind of the pickle, though. It was a dill pickle in the thing. I had to make it, like, a faithful recreation. Mm -hmm. Good job. And it would, the funniest result of this would have been if Bobby finished this and just yaks everywhere on his computer and it just like breaks, <laughs> fries his circuit board. And it turns out Bobby's just an unlucky person. It's not the pickle. <laughs> Oh, look at all those leftovers. Yum. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. Oh, um, the last I, I, Bobby. I like the sugary part of it is just awful. It's so bad. I remember Bobby before this podcast was talking about how just eating a regular pickle would be significantly worse. He thought the fruit roll up and the, uh, the crunchy texture of the fruity pebbles was really going to help this. Mm hmm. All right, I as Bobby home. closes this up, what Ty, what are your thoughts on Caleb Williams' tears? I don't understand, right? I This is going to sound like a joke, but he's on a team fighting to make it to a bowl game. Of course he's going to be emotional when they almost upset a playoff mm. team. Yeah, I agree. Everyone's making fun of him. He's just a hard competitor. No, he deserves it because he did the same thing to Max Duggan last year, and then it comes back on him, and he's getting all mad. <laughs> Double standard, Caleb. But like, it's, I knew it. It. I have no sympathy for him. If that's Drake May out there, and he's sad about a hard fought performance against Boston College and losing, uh, like I, I feel bad for the guy. He's at least going out there trying, doing his best. But Caleb Williams has just shown he's all about himself. It's all a bit. It's all like it's. He's just trying to show teams that he still cares because his draft stock was slipping. We're seeing mock drafts come out that Drake May is being drafted over him now, and he has to show people that he actually cares about the game of football, which That's I don't know if he does. So That's so, an absolute mistake. By the way, Pickle's done. Um, stomach 
still up and down, but my hands are clean. We are ready to go. Um, I'll Your say hands this are it. clean, both physically and metaphorically. I, I've been reborn. <laughs> I've been reborn. Um, Marvin's going to go over but... 10 this week, and it's going to be oh, so glorious. <laughs> but OU, oh, yeah. OU's going to blow him out by like 50. So. I'm, I'm going to sacrifice my weekend spread performance for my life, just improving overall. Um, here's my thing about Caleb, though. I get crying, but leaping into the end zone or, to, or, or into the crowd to cry with your mom, wild move. Just a mm -hmm. wild move. Yeah. It, yeah, it was a little weird. It was a little weird. Yeah, just cameras odd. perfectly placed on him. Just seems a little bit like that. Uh, it seems like there was something going on behind the scenes. Yeah, no, for sure. For sure. Um, it's bad. Okay, I'm sorry. I'm still thinking. Oh, wash my hands. I did wash my hands, <laughs> Timothy. Ah, all right. Let's get this thing going here. Um, pickle done. We're moving on with the show, and we are making some picks for week eleven. Quick check in on the standings before we get started, though. I am top of the table, fifty nine forty nine after a seven and three week. Right behind me, Boat and Blake, uh, very close, uh, fifty seven and fifty. The five and five week last week. Jameson, third. Oh Sorry. no! At, at, <laughs> oh no! We're losing at, it. At, at fifty-four and fifty-three, uh, with a six and four week, and tie last with a fifty-three and fifty-five uh, overall performance, five and five last week. Overall, pretty good, I think, um, across the board. But uh, let's get into our games to pick, and we are starting with a big one in the SEC top ten matchup. It's the Ole Miss Rebels, ranked ninth in the country, uh, in one seven and two against the spread. Heading between the hedges to take on the number two Georgia Bulldogs, who are nine and zero, but three and six against the spread. Uh, UGA favored by ten and a half here. You can find this one six p.m. Central on ESPN. Um, I'll kick us off here uh, as I am uh, on top, and we'll loop through. I can't trust Old Miss. I will not trust Old Miss. I know exactly who they are. Every time they convince you that they might be good in a situation like this, they immediately prove it by flopping. They did this against Alabama. They've done this against big teams over and over again, and they're going to do it again. Uh, give me Georgia minus 10 and a half. Easy, easy, easy ball. Nowhere pick right here. Give me Georgia. Uh, Ole Miss is just on borrowed time. It's they, they do this every year. Their record is better than the quality of team that they are. Um, I, they beat up on a A&M team last week that honestly A&M hung in there for a little bit, but A&M just not that good this year. I don't care what there the JP poll says. They are just not good. Like said on the podcast a couple weeks yep, ago. I know. I know. I've gone reverse course. Like this team has given up on Jimbo. Like just need to move on from him. Just needs to, like, I don't care. I don't care. $65 million. Oil prices are about to be up. Just strike while the iron's hot. Fire him. But Ole Miss, like, their defense just is still so susceptible to these, like, really bad teams. Like, A&M put up over 400 yards on them. That's with Max Johnson. That's with just kind of, like, a very anemic performance all year. Their offense is good. It's solid. They can run the ball well. But Georgia just dominates teams. They have been... Missouri seems to have their number. That's the one, I guess. But yeah, I think Missouri's probably would whoop Ole Miss. And I thought Georgia like looked very lackluster last week. So give me the dogs. Yeah. Um, 
with this 10 and a half point line with Georgia, if I was making this line, it would be bigger. Just if I wasn't looking at the line now, but whenever you see 10 and a half as betters, you're like, Oh yeah, I can not worry about the hook and I can take the plus 10 and a half with Ole Miss. And it kind of brings you in. It brings in these casual ball, not knowers like Blake says, no, Georgia has the pick here. Georgia by two touchdowns. I feel recently like pretty, uh, pretty good about this just because of like recently I'm not too, you know, convinced that Ole Miss is actually the team that is a top 10 um, college football team. Yeah, I know Georgia has left some people with some question marks this year, but we're talking about a night game in Athens. I really, I just don't see it from this Ole Miss team. I think we we all went, I think, chalk on Georgia last week and got stung a little bit, but I think that the dogs have this one in them. I think they're going to get up for what they think might be a bit of a big game. And I just don't see Ole Miss being able to, to hang in this one and keep it close at home. Give me the dogs minus 10 and a half. All right, moving on to our next game. We've got the 18th ranked Utah Utes, seven and two overall five and four against the spread heading to Seattle to take on the Washington Huskies ranked fifth in the country. Uh, you can uh, Huskies nine and zero, uh, five and four against the spread. Um, they're favored by nine and a half in this one. You can find this one 2.30 p.m. Central on Fox. Ty, kick us off here. Who do you like? Look, this one, I think, is a bit of a ball not nowhere game because I think a lot of people are going to look and go, oh, Utah upset USC. Utah didn't upset USC because to upset someone, you have to be the inferior team. Utah beat a worse team that just happens to have a bigger brand, and people think it's a relevant upset. Washington, I think, for me, is the clear pick in this one. I still like what Washington's putting out. Obviously, they seem to have taken a step back. They're just playing more challenging teams now. But Washington has now proven themselves a couple times in some big games. I think they go out, they take care of this Utah team, uh, basing this pretty heavily off of the Washington-Oregon game. But I really feel like Washington has what they need to have to, to really ride through this game. I think they got over their either potential Pac-12 chaos hump with USC. So give me the Huskies minus 9.5 against the Utes. Yeah, uh, people are going to buy in thinking that Utah's offense is competent now after that um, Arizona State game where they put up 50-plus. No, let, let's let's not play that game. No, this is Arizona State. This Arizona State team is not that good. And they have tricked some people this year to thinking that they're somewhat decent and i don't understand that because they are not a good football team i think washington at home will run away with it early and stay up big give me washington minus nine and a half mm, boy. Uh, he's Ooh, muted. a pod, a pod not knower no pod not knower and i don't know <laughs> if i'm a ball knower on this one because I, I first look at it, it's Washington easy. It's Washington easy, but I know that history. I know that pedigree that Utah brings where they just ruin everything good about the Pac-12. What people want to see is they want to see Washington-Oregon rematch. Ah, I feel like Utah just crashes the party. I feel like they do. And I don't think the offense is very competent, but I have seen this game before. I've seen it versus USC. Although Washington has a little bit more competent of a defense, it's really not by that much. Like they've kind of been 
ever since that Oregon game, just slipping. It's like, I know they probably had the flu or it's like there was rumors of sickness against Arizona State, which kind of excuses that, but Stanford hung 33 on them. USC hung 42 on them. They're barely escaping these games because their defense can't stop anybody. I've seen Utah score against bad defenses. I don't think they score against good defenses. We saw it against UCLA. We saw it against Oregon State. They can't score on the good ones. Washington is in the good one. I'm going to take the nine and a half. I just feel like they they spoiled the party. They spoiled the fun that we won in the Pac-12 uh, because that's what Utah seems to do best. I feel like Utah's been pretty poor on the road. Um, and they've been not great against really, really good teams. I don't think USC is a good team. I think a lot of people are really reflecting on that. But outside of that, you know, they had a really poor um, poor performance in Cor- Corvallis. They had a poor uh, performance against Oregon uh, as well. I just don't think that that offense is nearly enough to keep up with Washington. Um I think the Huskies have been kind of on sleep mode um, really up until USC, who is capable enough of putting uh, you know, a lot of points on the board. But ultimately, Utah's not. Um, I have Washington here. Um, I don't think the Utes are up for it. This is the ultimate script-leaked game. Like Washington, their final three games, Utah, Oregon State, Washington State. They lose here versus Utah. And then the final Apple Cup in a very long time even against a really poor Washington state team, they somehow lose. We've seen this before. We saw it last year. I think next year, the script has been leaked. I just, I feel like this is the script has been leaked to you. I I think next week, screaming at you. I feel like next week they have to go to Corvallis. And I think that's when they get, get got, but they got to get got twice. And I just feel like this is just, this is going to ruin everything we want. We want Oregon, Washington State, or Washington, sorry, rematch so bad. And like, some something's going to spoil that. I don't know what I guess, but th- this is a good opportunity to start that. So the funniest scenario would be Oregon State winning out and beating both Washington and Oregon in back-to-back weeks. That is the funniest scenario. I just, yeah, the Pac 12's going a little no, too it'd be hilarious. It's going a little too smooth. Okay. I yeah. just feel like something, something has to happen in these final three weeks. Oh, I agree. I agree. All right. Let's move on to our next game. It's a pretty massive uh, Big Ten battle here. It's the third, uh, third ranked Michigan Wolverines, nine and oh, two and uh, sorry, seven and two against the spread. They're heading to Happy Valley to take on the 10th ranked Penn State Nittany Lions, who are eight and one, two and three, sorry, seven and Jesus, this pickle. Uh, seven and three, uh, seven and two against spread. Michigan favored <laughs> by five. By this one, 11 a.m. Central, big noon on Fox. Um, look, I feel this is tricky because I know Michigan has just been absolutely rolling over every single team in their way. Um, Penn State, not great against Ohio State, but I just have a feeling this one ends up being kind of close. Michigan hasn't really faced any tough competition this season. Um, pretty massive road game. You know, they haven't really had a tough road environment yet. Um, I like Penn State to cover here. I'm, I'm going to go Penn State plus five. I think this one's like a gritty, close, you know, close classic Big 12 or sorry, Big 10 game. But ultimately, I I'm going to go with Michigan by a field goal. So give me the Nittany Lions cover here. Yeah, I hope you're right, Bobby, but you are so wrong. Like, you are so wrong. We want the three-way tie, but 
Penn State just can never win these big games. It's the one consistent thing I know about this team. They cannot win the big ones. They have a good defense that can beat up on the fodder that is the Big Ten, the Big Ten, every other team, not Michigan, Ohio State. They're perfectly situated to be that third best team, but they cannot. They are not the same caliber as Michigan. I don't care about the off-field distractions. I don't care about any of that. The fact that these teams are like kind of trying to like flip it back on Michigan shows me everything I need to know that Penn State, Ohio State do not believe they can beat Michigan this year. They are trying everything off the field in order to get that W because they know they can't win on the field. And I'll say the most underrated part about this Michigan team is They've played nobody and they've just dominated everybody, which means they got like the whole playbook that like teams have not seen yet because they can go the most vanilla basic stuff, show up and just kill their opponents. Penn State doesn't have the film yet. I know we are to November, but they don't have all the film yet. We know they don't have the signs. They definitely don't have the film. I, I think Michigan just blows them out. I just don't even think this one's close. I don't think Michigan can blow them out. Yes, I, think I, so. I think so. I think so. It's going to be bad. I, I think that you said it, and you need to remind yourself that Penn State's defense has been legitimate this year. Like They played very well at Ohio State. In that Penn State game versus Ohio State, you know, Penn State had opportunities to win that game, even though it was kind of out of reach, because their offense was miserable. And you can't yes. convince me that that Penn State's offense is a miserable offense. I view that game. It is. It as, is a miserable offense. They I don't throw the ball down that. the field. They just don't. I, I don't get it. Like they should. They just don't. They don't throw. They're it, not like, miserable. They yards. were just disappointing in that game. They've been kind of disappointing all year. Whenever you go, like, Indiana, like, they didn't do super hot. Like, they just can't throw the ball, it seems like, against good teams. Like, I, yeah, I was a big I, Drew Alar guy coming in, too, and it's making me sad, but he's just, he's a bust. Yeah, I, I get what you're saying. Like, obviously, this isn't a clear-cut pick on my end, but I think Penn State at home in a big-time environment can keep it close enough to cover this spread. And... Um, it's just me believing that the, in the defense itself and that Drew Lar and Penn State's offense can show out better than they did on the road versus Ohio State. Because I feel like on the road to Ohio State, you know, they played just about as bad as they could on offense. And it still was a relatively close game. I, I yeah, think but that they put gonna... the script out there. They try to run so much and were so unsuccessful against Ohio State. I just feel like if Michigan just stuffs the run and makes Drew Lar win that game, they just he can't do it. He can't do it'll it. It'll be a it'll be fun. It'll put him it puts him on the spot because he hasn't had that yet. And he's obviously he has had that. Career. He had that against Ohio State. Yeah, he was on the saying... spot on multiple drives and looked horrible. No, I'm saying like in general, like like for the season, like this is like his you know first year in the spotlight. So obviously, like it's still a lot of a huge learning curve. I don't know. I'm gonna pick Penn State here. I understand your argument, but I believe in this defense to at least put their offense in position enough times to keep it close. I think Bobby brought up a, a really important point on this one, and that's the fact that. With this Michigan team, right, and I understand that this is something that gets pitched around every week across anyone that makes any sort of college football content, but this Michigan team hasn't really played what anyone would really consider like super tough competition 
or really even that competent of competition. I mean, Michigan is beat up on a bunch of teams that are, you know, considering themselves lucky that they're going to make a bowl this year, if that's even the case for, for some of these teams. And the difference is, is this week, Michigan's still not going to play a competent opponent. Penn State is not good. Penn State is a fraud. Penn State is not good offensively. Oh, they have a really good defense. They're in the Big Ten. Everyone statistically has a really good defense. It's the Big Ten. They're all, oh, look, they, I mean, they, they had a really good defense against Iowa. Yeah, congratulations. Iowa is their own, like, they bring their own defense against their own offense. So I don't know where I was going with that take. Penn State is not good, right? They're just old money UCF. They just have literally oh a million people that go there, there every go. year. They have a massive student body that will just shout online about how great they are. And then they lose every time they play a ranked opponent ever. And they're like, oh, well, our home stadium is a tough place to play unless it's a ranked opponent because they lose. And then they just beat up on like all the fodder below them, like Nebraska and Indiana, who they, I think, barely beat and stuff like that. So I don't want to hear it about Penn State. They are not good. They're not relevant. They're not a blue blood. Get them out of here. Rutgers is more relevant to the Big Ten. At least they anchor down the NYC market. Give me Michigan by 30, but I'll take Michigan minus 30. There we go. The two ball knowers just linking up on that one. Little Dwayne Wade to LeBron James assist (laughs) right there. Just dunking on you fools. You know what, Ty? Go for it. Ty, I think you have the most ball knower, um, you know, factoid there. Rutgers really kind of the first blue butt blood they the first ever college football game was played at Rutgers therefore yeah yeah they're the most blue blood of them all and you know so. what do you know what people said after that first Rutgers um college football game ever what there were probably 30,000 Penn State fans in attendance talking about how they had a tougher place to play <laughs> and about how they're academically elite all t- it's like they're like blue a and m that's funny they so got like an 80% season. acceptance rate talking about how elite they are and how great their football team is and how their fans are a, a game deciding factor because certain nights they all dress up the same. It's absurd. It's pretty funny. Jameson, what's so, up? So uh, Bobby and I have not been together with y'all against us much this season. It's only happened one time because I was thinking, I was like, I'm never on the same side as Bobby versus you two. Bobby no, and I it's happened several in, times. I just, I just scrolled through. I just scrolled through. Not with and me and Jameson, I, like two yes. v two. Yes. So me and Bobby there, versus you two are one and zero oh this season. What was no? The that's game? not true. What was the game? It was Blake uh, and I picked it, OU once. The very like yes. two or three. Yes. Oh, really? oh yeah. Okay. We. Yeah, that's right. No. Yeah. They. I'm they mulliganed. Saying. They mulliganed into it. That's right. They did mulligan. There we go, Ty. Yeah. I don't I didn't remember. Okay. All right. I I see it now. Okay. Yeah. Well, well, Anyways. well. So maybe All right, carry on. Carry yes, on. Let's move good. on. Let's move on to our big 12 play with a uh well, a game that was in the American last year. It's the Cincinnati Bearcats. Two and seven, still looking for their first Big 12 win. Uh, they're three and six against the spread. They're heading to Houston, who surprisingly has been the best of the new four editions. Uh, who, four and five overall, five and four against the spread. Just took down Baylor on the road. 
and they're favored by two and a half here. You can find this one 6 p.m. Central on FS1. Ty, kick us off. Who do you like? Yeah, I mean, it should be no surprise, right, in retrospect that Houston is the best of the new Big 12 teams. Cincinnati's from Ohio. They don't know about football in Ohio, right? Like, of course, the Texas school is going to do the best. Hmm. Central Florida, yeah, they're in Florida. They produce a lot of football talent there. None of them go to Central Florida. So, yeah, no surprise there. This game, I think the important thing to remember, I have Houston in this one. I just want to take a quick 30 seconds to remind everyone that since he's quarterback is coached, was coached by the same guy who coached Dak, one, that's, you know, that's a big indicator right there that you don't, you need to fade this team. And then two, I would just like to remind Blake, of course, this is sort of niche knowledge, but I would like to remind Blake that when Emory Jones and Anthony Richardson were on the same team, they were literally indistinguishable, right? They couldn't even figure out who to play because they were both equally trash. So give me Houston. Um, and just quick reminder that Emory Jones is in fact completely replaceable with AR-15. So if you wondered what would they, what would Anthony Richardson look like if he weren't on a good offense? Emory Jones. All right, now let me tell you something. What uh, Anthony Richardson wishes he was as good as Don Donovan Smith whenever he plays at home. Donovan Smith at home is cheat code. Give me Houston here. Oh, this one's hard. <laughs> this one's hard. This one's hard. I think my I think my take, statement really poked that to you. I know it's because. Honestly, like Houston has been feisty at times. Cincinnati, not so much, except for last week. I thought the steal of the week last week was getting uh, UCF under a touchdown versus Cincinnati. I thought UCF, mm -hmm. although has been dreadful, like they should, or as people have told me, should have talent there and should be able to drive the ball. And they still couldn't. They still couldn't cover that spread. So I'm like, is my perception about UCF wrong? Is my perception about Cincinnati wrong? This seems so short. This, uh, it, but it also actually it doesn't because I was about to say like three points is typically home field advantage. So like you would favor Cincinnati on a, a neutral field, but this is a neutral field playing at Houston Stadium. Like there could be no <laughs> like no more neutrality than this field. There is going to be no fans there. Give me the Bearcats. I feel like one of them. Oh, they gotta get it. Geez. They gotta get it. They gotta geez. get it. Oh, the Cincy on the road. Cincy no. on the road. I feel like they gotta get it finally. It just they've been teasing. They've been teasing at it for so long. I thought I was gonna get it with the BYU. I thought I was gonna get it with Baylor. They're just getting so close. And they almost beat UCF last week. It was only a two-point game. They're still fighting. Give me the Bearcats. This is yeah, give me the Bearcats. Uh, yeah, you're gonna be an island boy on this one. Yeah, that, I like this is... God, like this Houston. is a dumb pick. This is a dumb pick. It just How is Jones it a dumb pick? Island. Emory no, Jones Island. You're on Emory Jones Island. No, 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 no. I like Houston, they shouldn't be this good. I have no idea how they're this good and how they keep winning these games. And it would be the most Dana Holgerson Houston thing ever to lose this one. But at the same time, but at the same time, I, I cannot, cannot fade Donovan Smith and them at home. Um, yes. They have things rolling. They're trying to get to a bowl. Shocking. But uh, yeah, I'm going to go UH here uh, over Cincy. Cincy just hasn't shown me absolutely anything. Um, oh. And I think they're just going to keep falling short. And they, I think they do here. So Blake's on an island there. We're going to move on to our next game. It is the Woo! West Texas. The, the champions of West Texas. Uh, the, the holders of the saddle 
Texas Tech Red Raiders, four and five overall and against the spread. Real ball knowers picked them. Uh, that was just me. But uh, they're heading to Lawrence <laughs> to take on the 16th ranked Kansas Jayhawks. That truly is an unreal thing to see, uh, who are seven and two, four and three against the spread. Uh, KU favored by Tree Fitty here. You can find this one noon um noon sorry 11 central on uh fs1 this is a fishy line i feel like we've gotten a lot of fishy lines with tech um but look uh, honestly i the only reason i sided with tech was because they're at home and you know i thought that tcu team was pretty pretty crap and they are but this kansas team you keep shorting them shorting them on lines and everything I I tried to short them last week against Iowa State. It's totally wrong. I'm not going to make that mistake again. Give me the uh, uh, Jayhawks by three and a half. I, I think I think that feels solid. It's a funky line, a little spooky. Don't know if I love it, but I think Kansas is good enough to get a win here against a Texas Tech team that I think people still think is good. They're awful. Yeah, uh, this one's funky, 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 funky. I, I'm. Just out of principle, this is a principle pick. I gotta go KU. It's this this one just screams Texas Tech to me. They're running the ball better. Tosh Brooks, <laughs> I hadn't really watched him much all that, and he's incredible. He can just bounce. No, no, give me tech, give me tech. I'm gonna go tech. No, I gotta go tech. Gotta go tech. It's <laughs> they're running the ball well. It's gonna click for them. It's gonna be frustrating. I've like I I, I see the narrative in my mind right now that all my rivals are doing so much better. I, we're going to be Baylor. We're going to be Baylor, but it's all my rivals are doing so much better. That's just haunting me. It's going to haunt me. I just feel like, yeah, give me tech. They're going to run the ball all over them. Like they have something special with Tosh Brooks. He's so good. He's so good. Mm, he's all right. No, he's good, dude. He's good. He's a big body. He's just that's about He's a it. big body that bounces off of everybody. Bounces off frogs. That's about it. No, but, but Kansas Kansas's defense is not that much better. Like Kansas's defense is atrocious. Mm-hmm. Toby Walker pole, did destroy him. Yeah, yep. but at the it, same time, you see what they did to Rocco Becht. Yeah, but I we I should have I don't know why I switched all my morals and principles there. I know Iowa State's frauds. It's yeah. all these. All, I have demons this year. I have demons. I need to. I'm a principal man, and I should be sticking to my principles. And that was one where I deviated, and it, it bit me. It bit me bad. Here's my thinking. Here, I rejoined the Bean Squad. Bean Man treated me well as I picked Kansas, and everyone was like. Like, no, you know, Bobby, Blake, type, all of you were like, you know, you can't rejoin the Bean Squad. You know, we don't want you here. You abandon him. You abandon him. You can't come back. And they opened, you know, they accepted me with open arms as they got the win versus fraud. Iowa State, third best team in the Big 12. Come on, Bobby. You're going to have to atone for that one, too, on this podcast. <laughs> but uh, um, I'm picking Texas Tech. I'm picking Texas oh. Tech. Whoa. <laughs> okay, you roast, you roast time for the switcheroo, and then you've dropped that one. <laughs> it feels no, good, no. doesn't it? You can't James? run away from us. It feels good. It, it feels good to get the shit on both teams. <laughs> uh, and here's why. It's not because Taj Brooks. Let me tell you something, Blake. 
Baron Morton, whenever he is no. the quarterback for this Texas Tech team, <laughs> takes him to another level. Not strong. Strong's horrible. Baron Morton's got something to him. I can just see he's got that it factor. And let me tell you something. Three and a half points here. Give me Texas Tech and the points. Ooh. First, I would like to point out that I have never once been a member of the bean squad or even wanted to be and also i was with james last week <laughs> he was not on an island so we were both riding with bean uh last week against third best team in the big 12 um iowa state i don't the know the thing like, is when bobby i wish i could go back in time just turn it back the third best team right now is ou <laughs> <laughs> and that's what the really great Wow. Okay. Right. Hey, three. I'll take. I, three. I thought we'd be. I thought we'd right be. Right now, four, it might right be now. Oklahoma State. Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. Yeah. Wait. What? Wait. Oh, wait. Who? Wait. Whoa. I feel like this is opening a can of worms that we all have. <laughs> like totally different power ratings at the top. Like, I mean, we I, just I, lost I Oklahoma State. In the so top I, two. Yeah. Yeah, but I mean, do you think we're better than K State? Yes. I don't. Yes. I think K-State would beat us right now if we played on Saturday. No. Dummy boy Chris Kleiman, Bobby's like fixation <laughs> with his dumb little tricks to go for two in overtime is not dummy beating boy. you. I don't care if you have Jeff dummy Levy on your sideline. He is a fool. He is a fool. <laughs> screwed us all. <laughs> Wait, what do you mean? Wait, 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 wait. Blake, what do you mean all? What do you mean all? Or, or me. me and Ty, he screwed us both. It would have at least given us a chance. He had all the momentum, and I know, Bobby, you were gagging on the pickle, but it was one of the dumbest moves <laughs> I've ever seen. It is one of the dumbest moves. I don't... It oh, uh, it. Just screaming. I knew it was going to be some dumb QB rollout to the short side with like, oh, the play immediately got covered. Yeah, because like you have five yards, like the players just have to move two steps to the right. It was so infuriating. I was Sounds so, like I was, another play that just happened last week, too. I, I know, right? Another dummy. But anyways. Where were we? Yeah, uh, I think Ty's so, gonna pick. Yeah, Texas let Ty. Let Ty pick. Let Ty no, pick. so I'm I'm very conflicted here because I like you guys. I thought this line seems suspicious to me. Right, I am by far the most casual uh, sort of fan that's that's on this podcast. And I look at this and I go, I would have guessed Kansas minus like seven. So I'm like, what what are they seeing that I'm not seeing here? And I expected because it was so low y'all to give this sort of rat poison thing kind of like Bobby did. And then all pick Kansas. And I thought I was going to be on an Island here with tech, but now Jameson and Blake were so confident in their tech pick that I'm torn and I don't really know what to do. And I'm not talking about gaming the game here, but I just feel like tech, if you look at their schedule, I mean, they've only ever really beaten just teams that are not good versus like Kansas, I can look at Kansas's schedule, right? And oh, Homer, OU take or whatever, but they probably should have lost that OU game. Like play that game 10 times. They probably lose at least eight times. They could have lost that Iowa State game. So I'm looking at this one going, this could be, you know, four and five versus five and four. Who would I have then? I'd probably still ride with Kansas, but I just... Mm, I'm torn. I'm gonna go with Kansas. I'm gonna go with the Jayhawks. I, it feels bad. It feels wrong. But I'm gonna I'm gonna go with the Jayhawks here. All right. Uh, split on the Jayhawks. Let's move on to our next game. 
Come on. Come on. What the hell are we doing stream? There we go. The Iowa State Cyclones, five and four overall and five and four against the spread. They're heading to Provo to take on the BYU Cougars, who are five and four overall and three and six against the spread. Cyclones favored by seven. You can find this one, 9.15 p.m. Central on ESPN. Ty, who do you like here? I like BYU. I think they have a relatively tough place to play. I I think they're a great addition to the Big 12, but in this specific game, no Iowa State hater right here, right? Nobody, nobody dislikes Iowa State more than I, except for maybe everyone who went to Iowa or is an Iowa fan. Um, but I like Bobby's rule of when in doubt, fade the new Big 12 teams. I'm going to revert to that. Iowa State minus seven is a pretty hefty line for this Iowa State team. I'm going to tell you guys that. But I like I like Iowa State in this one. I, I don't have much to say about this one, Iowa State. Uh, I just haven't been really too stunned by BYU as of recently. I understand they're different at home, but uh, I really don't have much to say here. This is a gross line. I hate this one. It's BYU for me. There's there's weird magic that happens up in Utah, and especially weird magic that happens when they're home in Provo. Like, this team has been dreadful. Like, BYU has stunk. It, not only just in the box scores, but if you want to take in Bobby's advanced analytics, go to, go to your success rate. BYU in losses looks horrendous, and in wins, they're still losing in success rate. But something weird happens in those mountains. I don't get it. They've, I think they've won. They've won every home game. They've won every home game. It doesn't make any sense, but they just win when they go to Utah. It's some mystical arts up there. I'm backing the higher powers that may be. Give me BYU. Wait, who have they played? Okay, so here's the mystical teams. Sam Houston. I was not wrong. You y'all are coming at me, but I was not wrong. They have not lost no. at home. So don't No, they have not lost at home, but they haven't exactly beaten great competition. No, I really big... I you're coming no, at me like I said something wrong. I did not. I tech, said they tech, have not lost at home. They have you're not correct, lost but it's home. not it's not the flux you think it is. I look the weird provo magic, I get it. I'm I've, I've been thinking about it because the seven points feels like a lot for this Iowa state team on the road. Um, but you know, look, I gotta, I gotta stick by my rules and I gotta stick by the, uh, that they might the not model. be third bet. Look, the, the model, but the end, look, they might be not be the third best team in the big 12 on the standings, but they're the third best team in my heart. I'm going to go with Iowa state to buck this, um, Provo trend. I just, I, I think that tech team without um, Baron Morton is, was awful, truly awful. Uh, That's right. I still don't think they're that great. And, you know, Provo can catch teams like that, but Iowa state's not nearly on that Texas Tech's teams tier or Cincinnati's tier. I think, uh, the Cyclones grit this one out and get a win. So that's, that's my call on that. Um, let's move on to our next game. It's a big one. It's the 15th oh. ranked no. Oklahoma State Cowboys. Seven and three overall, six and three against the spread. Fresh up a big Bedlam win, headed to Space U. Uh, Central Florida, UCF, in their annual space game. They are four and five. Got their first Big 12 win against a pretty bad Cincinnati. 
just barely squeaked that one out. Their fourth uh, wins, five losses, or like four, four out of five. No, they are four wins, five <laughs> losses. What are you oh saying? <laughs> no, they, like I didn't yeah. know. I They're four realize, out of five. Yeah, I didn't know. I didn't realize what does they were that doing mean? ACU for eight years. Like four I thought that was like a more recent thing. So I was like, I thought they won four out of five games with the space uniforms. Not no, they're this no, dreadful. No, like, no, this is, no, 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 no. This is their schedule this year. This is their record oh, this year. Oh, see, yeah, we're I've, all talking about different things. Okay, no, no, no. Everyone but you is talking about the same thing, Blake. Yeah. You're just completely insane. So, I thought you were talking about their record no. in the space uniforms. And Why that's would what that really ever be there? When have I ever given uniform record? No, okay. Anyway. Because I need that. This is valuable information with a line <laughs> well, that's... Hold on, in Blake's hold on. defense, he is let's, a Cowboys let me, fan. Let me, let me finish this <laughs> intro. They're three and six against the spread. Oklahoma State. Favored by two and a half. A little funky. You can find this one 2.30 p.m. Central on ESPN. And Blake, you want that uniform note? They are 6 and 0. Oh there we go. See, that's what I wanted. Okay, there. there well, I, I had to get it. to my point. I had to get to my point, Blake. And here's my thing. I have a model. Fade the new teams, right? However, okay, there are a couple me. things. No, shut up. <laughs> I have the model. <laughs> And it takes a lot for me to go against it, but I'm going to go against it here for a couple reasons. UCF, obviously the space uniform, you know, vibes, they're great. <laughs> this is their biggest game of the season by far. This is the biggest team they're playing. They don't have their big rivalry game against USF, uh, obviously, because they move conferences. Um, it's massive for them. The bounce house will be rocking. And Oklahoma State, They've they have it's in, well I'll put it this way since OU and OSU have played bedlams um, on you know in in the kind of um, in the Mike Gundy era era or in this new version of OSU where they're not garbage every single year Oklahoma State has never beaten OU and then played more regular season football it has always been the end of the season the end of the regular basically the end of the regular season and then. In that one case, they went and played a championship game. I have no idea what this looks like for OSU, but I, I just have a feeling that there's going to be a hangover. And I think this is just like a an absolute snake pit. I don't like UCF, but this is college football and weird stuff happens. I'm going to go with UCF plus two and a half because I just feel like this is a situation where nobody's talking about this game. Like OSU, they're still talking about Bedlam. They're talking about where the goalpost ended up. They're talking about this, that. They There's no way in hell their mind is anywhere on this football game. I think that is exactly where UCF wants them. Uh, I think UCF finds a way to get this win, and they get it in a big way somehow. Um, so, yeah, Knights. Yeah, Bobby's stat was really... It, it got me juiced up because I'm like, oh, UCF, UCF. But then I got to remember the competition they played against. And I know they weren't breaking out that uniform for like every so, Cincinnati. Actually, I, or, I, looked at, I looked this up. There right? we go. There we go. You take Georgia Tech, they beat in space uniforms. Scrappy. Temple, Memphis. Oh. Um, and then I immediately forgot. East Carolina, 
That's it. Those are the those are the teams. There we go. Okay, that yeah, that that seals the deal. OSU, they're breaking these out against <laughs> fraud programs back in the American that they know they can beat, so they can have this record. Yeah, it's it's OSU. Bobby's talking about the hangover, yada yada. This that's how I got snake bitten last week into picking Kansas, thinking they were going to be hungover, and then went into Iowa State and just beat them, just beat them like a manly football team that they are. Uh, yeah. It, it, this one Vegas is just giving us gimmies. They do it. They do it once or twice a year, wherever they give that line that they think they're being a little sharp and stuff like that. But no, no, no. The real ball knowers, the real ball watchers. We know how bad this UCF team is. They are not good. They are really, really not good. Cincinnati almost beat them last week. And we know how Cincinnati is. Um, yeah, this one's this one's relatively easy for me. They, how is how is UCF going to stop Ollie Gordon? That's my thing. How is UCF? What Not talent do they have to stop that man? And Alan college. Bowman didn't look like a scrub last week. So yeah, I, college football's weird, man. College football's weird. It apparently is apparently Mike apparently Mike Gundy doesn't like Ollie Gordon like at all. So I could see him being like, I'm just not going to run you. Wait, wait, I I need to hear the. So is it just like he doesn't like him as like a person, or just like doesn't want to? Nobody knows. He he like Gordon has like no Heisman campaign or anything. Like compared that's to just compared Mike to this, Gundy. Like, but no, compared to this like Chuba Hubbard, he had a massive campaign. That's true. He was. So it's like it, I can just I just from where I'm at and what I know, it just feels weird. It it feels really really weird and if you hear the comments he makes on him he doesn't glow about him he doesn't have that he doesn't talk about him like you would think he would for a guy who has completely saved this program yes, like gundy, gundy hasn't glowed about anything this whole season he's probably you know he's about the first two losses he talked about running is, for governor <laughs> this is my analogy of gundy he's like a dog in the corner with a contract in his mouth you guys got this here just keep following with me here ty you with <laughs> oh. me on this one no idea where you're going with this. <laughs> I think I know where you go with this. So, <laughs> all right. Um, Bobby's going to be so, so wrong. Bobby's sleeper agent, Oklahoma State, and he's trying to get us off the tracks here. Oh, there yeah, we we're, go. We're, I... we're, we're on it. I'm on, I'm we're on it. We're on it. It's okay. Bobby, Bobby had a small little tear in his eye last week, dripping down his face as I wish he rushed the field. He's like, mission accomplished. That's what, like, Bobby, Bobby said, Bobby uttered in that box, mission accomplished. No, what what small tear? Should have been a cowboy. No, no. No, the pickle was a real sleeper agent. The pi- the Bobby's going to have such a bad a reflux a- tonight. Oh my no, God. that pickle is currently a sleeper agent inside me right now. I feel like crap. Do you like, have Pepsi, Bobby? You need to take some. I'm pronto. sure. I, I don't know if an adult can say the sentence, I have a tummy ache, but I totally do right now. It's really bad. Do you have more hydration in your body probably than you've ever had before? I know how much exactly syrup right. I put on that thing to get those to get those <laughs> fruity pebbles to stick. This is not good, guys. This is really bad. That's what I love about it is because I know they'd use just probably a standard simple syrup, just a sugar, like no taste. And Bobby added the maple flavor to it just to give it an extra little twang. I didn't even notice them. It was Griffin's too. It was, it was a good syrup. Oh, but man, I, that I don't... is the good stuff. Yeah. Shout out, shout out, look, free ad for Griffins. Sponsor our pod, Griffins. Griffins, 
I like your Bobby will, chug, Bobby will chug a, a straight up like syrup bottle if we get a sponsorship from you. Better than the freaking pickle. So yeah, Griffins, call us to the dome. Anyways, to the dome. Anyways, Jameson, go for it. I already picked Cowboys because you're the sleeper oh, agent. Yeah, you I'm not falling for your tricks. <clears throat> Whatever. Ty. Yeah. Look, number one UCF hater here, Central Florida hater. <laughs> uh, Bobby brought up a good point, though. And I'm not beyond picking them. If you go back to the preseason, I thought that they would be the best of the new Big 12 teams. I thought that they would kind of come in and surprise some people. They've obviously disappointed um, with that. All that being said, Bobby brought up a good point about Oklahoma State. What was it? They've never played regular season games after beating OU because every the, every time they've won, it's been. The last time they beat OU when it wasn't a regular season finale was 1998. So like back before they were even good, like they were ass in the 90s. Like this. Mm. Well, they... we were too, but. Exactly. <laughs> Yeah. Um, yeah. So this is sort of uncharted territory for the Cowboys. But do you know what else is uncharted territory? Space for Central Florida grads because they don't produce astronauts. And in spite of what they're going to tell you, they don't really produce all that many people who work at NASA either. Like, oh, we produce people who work in like the engineering at NASA, right? This is Googleable stuff. There's no evidence out there to support any of these claims. Earlier, in when they revealed these space uniforms, they get some pushback on social media always, as they rightfully should. Half the Central Florida fans out there were claiming that the lady who went to West Virginia, the one that they made the movie about that helped do all the calculations, um, I, always, I always forget the name of that movie, but they were claiming that she went to Central Florida, which is just absurd because that occurred, I'm pretty sure, before Central Florida even existed as a university, and she went to West Virginia. So... I like the Cowboys in this one. I think Lil Chuba continues to perform better than he did against OU because he was the third best player at running back in that game. But yeah, give me the Cowboys in this one. Fade Central Florida easy. I think they're going to be really good in the Big 12 going forward. This is not the year for that. Okay. I will fight on Island there. That's fine. That's fine. Um, let's move on to our next game. It's a big one. It's a seventh ranked Texas Longhorns, eight and one overall, four and five against the spread. They're heading up north to Fort Worth to take on the TCU Horn Frogs, who are four and five, three and six against the spread. Horns favored by 10. Find this one, 6 30 p.m. Central on ABC. Ty, kick us off. Give me the horns. Give me Texas. I think this one is easy. Blake's going to be conflicted. I don't want to rub it in. He knows the right thing to do here. Unfortunately, I don't think he's going to be able to do it. He gives us so much crap for not picking OU objectively, and he's going to try to ride with his horns here, or with his his horn frogs. Give me the real horns. Give me Bevo. They are the kings of Texas. Give me the longhorns. Did TCU pick their mascot to be another horns because they just wanted to be like great value Texas? Blake? Uh, last I saw, we've been owning Texas ever since joining the Big 12. So I'm just saying, in terms of like the creation, <laughs> it's like how, how long has TCU been in college versus Texas? You know, these things, I do not. I know we're like 1860s, maybe 70s. So, how long has the horned frogs been there versus the Texas Longhorns? I don't know so, that. We've had the horned frogs. <laughs> you don't for... know when your mascot came out? 
No. <laughs> so Texas okay, was, well, or T, sorry, TC was established in 1873. But when Texas, did they become the horn frogs? They are two different animals, like two different sizes. Like they are not even close. <laughs> yeah, but why? Why are they also horns? This is just something why are they both horns? Yes, they're frogs. They're 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 all they're all over in Texas. This is dumb. Technic this is dumb. Yes, but yeah. don't you think it's a bit suspicious that they chose the only niche frog oh, that was born? Texas was founded in 1883. Yeah, but when you did do. they become the Longhorns, and when did Texas Christian become the I, Horn? Frogs? I don't know. Don't I, don't don't send me on a Google search here. Uh, so 18, 1886, apparently, uh, TCU named their yearbook that year the Horned Frog. And then apparently all the teams the next year, so 87, adopted it. They loved it very much. What? So what is a horned frog that is its name, and the other one's a cow that they describe its horns as an yeah, adjective, adjective and then try to use it as, like, the animal itself? Yeah, Jameson, this didn't work. This didn't work. No, I, I was truly curious. There's no bit here. I, I'm just very curious to see who came first. TCU. TCU. Okay. Well, there we go. And I'm going to pick TCU to cover this spread <laughs> and, make it, and make it close. And make it close. Let me tell you something. Because I think there's something weird going to happen. I really do. I think something has to happen weird with Texas coming in. And I don't think that Texas is going to lose this game. But I think there's going to be a portion of this game where OU fans are going to start to have just an inkling of hope again. And it's going to feel weird. It's going to feel weird. It's a 6.30 game. Oklahoma plays at, is it 6? Six? 6 o'clock six. Central? Damn it. Okay, I got my Eastern time mixed up. I was hoping TCU would go up early in the first 30 minutes. Doesn't matter. There's going to be some sort of hope at halftime where TCU is going to be, you know, like tied. Tied at halftime. I'm going to keep it scrappy. And cover the 10-point spread here. Give OU fans just a little bit of hope that a Texas could get one more loss. Oh, this that was one's just a homer like... pick. No, I, see, I just, I'm having fun with it. To now, be see, I, this is the problem. It, 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 a, lot of, a lot of this is just fun. You know, I like, I like picking the fun narrative sometimes. Jameson won't let me be happy while he's sad, <laughs> but, or vice versa. And I'm not letting him. That's the one thing. I will not let Jameson be happy while I'm sad because I chose Texas and not TCU. Like, we can at least celebrate <laughs> together. We can, <laughs> we can tie the bandanas together and raise them because I'm not letting him be, I'm not letting him be happy when i'm just like i'm somewhat happy because i didn't choose the frogs it's death taxes and we own texas while we've been in the big 12 it's the one principle that still even though like even though like i said last week the one thing about bad tcu seasons is at least we own arrivals and texas's tech beat us that might have broken the streak but i don't care i don't care we keep this feisty it's just one thing I know about this TCU squad is they can play Texas hard 10 points way, way too much at home. The but only thing I disagree Texas. about, the only thing I disagree, this should be the Emperor Zerg game. We should be running out there in the Emperor Zergs. We've done it before against Texas, beating them whenever we are severe underdogs. We should be doing it this year. But I will say, pat on the back to TCU. The next best thing, we're rolling with the grapes this weekend, the all grapes. 
it's purple, purple on purple. It's purple pants, purple helmet, purple jersey. We're rolling out there with the grapes. Damn it, I yeah. used my mulligan already. Longhorns, <laughs> Longhorns losing to the grapes. Keep us in bowl contention. Come on, frogs. Come on. Make me believe again. Which, honestly, a win here, if it's a good offensive performance, probably means Kendall Brow stay, which like leads to more of my misery. So I don't know which one I should be rooting for. You know, it's like for OU fans, y'all are going through the same thing with Jeff Levy. It's like, do you want the floor to really fall out so like change no. absolutely has to happen? No, because like it is a thing. It's like if you're not winning and you do really, really bad, change will happen. And change usually means a good thing when you're stuck in a bad spot. I in especially when you're looking at four and five, I'm like, at best we get to six and six and we play in like the tax slayer bowl. How excited <laughs> I am for that. Who knows? But I, the Bahamas I, bowl I, in Charlotte. I, would, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, and what would be worse is we get put in the Myrtle beach bowl. We'll get to it in bowl season, but that might be the uh, death of a thousand cuts right there. Um, but yes, I got to go frogs, frogs, they just and Hoover's coming out again this week, which just means he's gonna <laughs> he's gonna rope me back in. Chandler Morris is supposedly oh, finding God. a way, and they're rolling out Hoover again. It was, and God. I had to watch. It was, yeah, watching Hoover. Hoover roped us back into that game, and then just threw the ugliest pick on that final possession to tie it against Tech. That man, that man has the lasso around me and can pull and yank me how he wants. Just please, please, Hold dear up. God, just please, dear God, All right, just Mike, you're win. done. No, I'm, I'm just <laughs> win. Okay, just oh, here's, please. Win. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. People forget. <laughs> who Sonny Dykes was before he went to TCU before the national championship run before all of that, he was a feisty feisty coach at SMU and what he did best were big upsets and feisty games. He's going to do it again. I'm telling you TCU back to their roots as he's scrappy. I believe Daryl Royal once said about TCU, they're a bunch of cockroaches. They're just here to ruin your day. And that is exactly what they're going to do here. The Big 12 has this weird, funky vibe. Everyone was declaring it to be an OU Texas rematch in the Big 12 championship right after that game. And Brett, your mark said bet. Uh, I don't know if TCU pulls out the win here, but they definitely make UT sweat. Um, I think they cover 10. Ty, you're welcome. This is probably the dumbest island that we've ever put yep. you on. Uh, but I don't know. I'm I not feeling... I'm feeling weird about this one. I, I think TCU covers. Shout out. Uh, I will say shout out to your Mark last week. Like he could have fixed the refs this entire time, but that would look too suspicious. <laughs> and then he decided to, he knew when the moment was right. He put the call in. It was like, this is the play. This is the one we don't call. Don't give him the favorable call here. And it just like people besides OU fans, like, doesn't look suspicious from the outside, but it helps seals the game against OU's favor to ensure OU Texas that didn't ha like didn't uh, OU Texas Big Twelve championship didn't happen. I loved it. I loved it. That's how you do it. It's the precision. You don't go all scorched earth. You go with the precision strike at the time <laughs> you need it, and that's what your mark did last week. You know what? You know what would be the most your mark thing to do though would also for him to be to fix the refs against Texas without thinking about it and just be like more losses equals more better. And then you just have two lost Texas and OU. 
He's like, why didn't I think of this? <laughs> he got he the always does wrong. like one really good step forward and then doesn't pay attention to the consequences of it. <laughs> it's we're like gonna it, we're gonna we're gonna balance the scheduling, but also don't schedule the Texas teams together for some reason. I don't know. It was bad. All right, let's we move on to our trophy. You have, have a trophy. trophy. Yes. It should be changed after last week. The possum, the possum was awesome. I loved all the possum content. The possum at least made me happy. That was, that was such a happy possum. I was so happy. Especially it was happy until it got exited. It was so happy until until got yeeted off the field. Anyways, props to Fox play. for getting the high def angles on both the run <laughs> and then the yank away of it, like screaming in slow mo. Like I will say, Fox is uh, sometimes my enemy. I kind of have to side with him just because we're in this eternal war. But that was that was good. Like ESPN would not do that. ESPN no. would be throwing up a promo for their next like ESPN Plus UFC Fight Night or whatever, and have them talk about it for hours. But at least we got that content. They'd cut away to Aaron Judge for some reason. Anyways, let's move on to the final game of the week. I'm not going to cut the dumb promo thing that I always do. It's West Virginia Mountaineers, Timothy's team, uh, six and three overall, and six and three against the spread, heading to Owen Field to take on the Oklahoma Sooners, limping along, ranked 17th. Uh, sooner seven and two overall, uh, six and three against the spread, um, favored by 12 and a half as well. Which Vegas, you know, hey, they have not lost faith in OU. Uh, you can find this one 6 p.m. Central on Fox. Look, I'll kick this one off, and I'm gonna be honest, I think it's, I think it's too many points. Um, I think the way West Virginia plays is so counteractive to OU running up a big lead against them. They like to grind it out. They like to run. And if you look at the time of possession last week with OSU, who ran Ollie Gordon like 33 times, it was it was a total wash. Um, if OU can't turn West Virginia over, which I don't think they will because West Virginia, I don't think it's going to make a ton of um, a ton of risks. I think this one's going to be a bit of a slog, but I think the Sooners come out on top. I think they win the game. But 12 and a half feels like way too many points in this scenario. Um, I just don't trust Levy, Levy's offense nearly enough to think that they're going to pull away with this one. Um, and ultimately, yeah, 12 is just too much. Uh, so I'm going to take West Virginia with the points. I think OU wins, but it's not pretty. Um, so, yeah, that's how I'm going there. Uh, West Virginia plus 12 and a half. Blake, who do you like? Yeah. I'm going to zig while everybody else is zagging. I just feel like this OU team just still is just so talented. It like has so much talent on it. I I got to take the Sooners. It, it, it hurts, but it just feels like there's no way OU plays it close like four or five weeks in a row. I feel like they have to get a blowout win here. Um, yep. That's really, that's really it from Boomer Blake. The only, the only guy that seems to have a pulse on this program seems to be the only one that truly understands the intricacies and how this thing works. Uh, yeah, I, I got a good, just good inside sources, good ear to the ground, uh, feeling that, oh, you just blows them out. So give me the Sooners. Yeah, Boomer Blake knows his stuff about OU football. Let me tell you something. I think Boomer Blake, whenever he proclaims that he is Boomer Blake, is undefeated this season. So, um, I just know. I I know. I know what y'all got, and it's 
Dylan Gabriel will have those games where he comes out and he looks great. Remember that Dylan Gabriel Heisman talk after that Texas game? But I know at the end of the day, he's a jag. He's just a guy. He's just a guy. He is, he's going to be playing quarterback next year, but not for the University of Oklahoma. Like he's probably going to transfer, grad transfer, go play somewhere else. He's already grad transferred. Oh, he already did? Yeah, and no, he's, he's done, one-time man. transfer waiver. He, does, he, he does not have any years of eligibility left. Like, sure? is this a bit? He's, Where's he's, he's, he's done. I he's been playing he, since 2018. Does he have an opportunity to get one more year? No. Yeah, the COVID no year, way. baby. The Injury, COVID, COVID year. year. I think he might be one of the weird people. I, I think there's yeah. some kind of window here, but... Um, I God, I hope. I remember there being some kind of odd thing where it's like he could come. Oh my back God, he totally does. Year. Yes, I and told you. You got to be Boomer Blake, ear ear to the program, kind of knows yeah. these things. Because yeah, there's like I'm, a I... that he could just come back and then Jackson Arnold have to wait another year, but he's not going to do that. He it's already not. been. See, he's, no, he's it's already been commu- It's already communicated that this is his final year with Oklahoma. You right. like rice, buddy? Like that's that's the Dylan Gabriel vibe I'm getting. So, see, I right. God, and these three guys are on the OU podcast, not Jameson, me. Jameson, uh, who do you this, like? This is this is bad. I just know basic. No, Blake just, hasn't picked yet. All uniforms, Blake. He picked. He picked OU. He picked OU. I picked OU. Yeah. Jesus. Boomer, Boomer, Boomer. Blake knows. Mm-hmm. He knows this mm-hmm. program in and out. Okay. Yeah. You have basically the woes of OU Can we just, Jameson, just start just talking? Never, never pipe no. me in ever. No, I have been with PTI need, mute. No, I need to hear this, though, is the thing. Because here's the thing Boomer Blake has his ear to the ground. He knows what he's talking about. I have not done well with Oklahoma in my predictions this season. He knows what he's talking about. I got to listen to him here. I gotta steer away from where Bobby's going. Bobby struggled to even eat the fruity pebble pickle today, and now Blake's. <laughs> just, What's just that have to do with that? <laughs> I'm just, I'm just trying to play around. Bobby's I'm been dialed pick, in on OU. I'm going to pick Oklahoma to go. cover this spread by a half point by 13. It's going to be horrible, but. There's just something I'm just smelling that Blake's putting forward. I still think West Virginia is the most underrated team in the Big 12. I still think they're a very good football program. And like I said, that Houston Hail Mary changes so much about their narrative. We were talking beforehand with them like this was a team that is dangerous in the Big 12. Yes, they lost to Oklahoma State and um, Houston back-to-back weeks. I still think this team is going to be tough. Oklahoma is going to come home and at least put some things together. The offense is still going to be frustrating, but I think the defense can still do some things to get us a 13-point cover. Hmm. I was hoping that uh, Jameson was going to go with Bobby and just toss Blake and I this layup here. But now the more that I think about it, I completely forgot that we are wearing alternate uniforms, and I cannot support OU just desperately trying to give away our status as a blue blood by trying to adopt a bunch of weird alternate uniforms because we apparently can't recruit by winning games and championships like teams that don't need alternate uniforms like the teams that win championships. So I don't know. This one is tough. 
I feel like I definitely should fade OU here, but it's just so hard for me to do. Everything is always don't fade OU, don't fade OU. 12 and a half, I feel like we might have that in us. I just feel like we've had such a good record against West Virginia. I've been wrong on a lot of West Virginia picks. I've been wrong on a lot of OU picks. Bobby, I'm with you. Let's ride with the Mountaineers. Oh, gosh. Reluctantly, but yeah, let's do it. All right, this let's move on. Be, this is going to be a frustrating one for y'all. Y'all are going to probably blow out the teams remaining on fine. your schedule. Cool. I'm cool <laughs> I, with that. I'm fine to you take don't, a loss. I'm fine to take a loss. Blake, you don't realize how legitimately I hate alternate uniforms. Like, it's not a bit. If I, I am so emotionally hedged into finding a bit of joy in an OU loss if we lose this game in the alternate uniforms because I hate them so much. Jeez. All right, let's move on to our favorite pick of the week. Why are the brakes working? Because I cut the brakes! Wild card, bitches! Yeah! What? Oh, God! Oh, God! Oh, God! It's the wild card pick. Ty, as you are sitting in last place, you get to start us off here. Who do you like? There's a team that I love, a team that I've been riding with, a team whose coach I believe in, and a team who shows no mercy, a team who has struggled in a game this year, but when they feel like there is media narratives around the team, they get a chance to absolutely embarrass them on national TV. They will do everything that they can to do so. A team who they believe I, anyone who knows ball should not believe, but they believe has a Heisman-worthy quarterback, so much so that they are buying him billboards and things. That team is, of course, I think, this season's future national champions, the Oregon Ducks. Oregon versus USC. When it rains, it pours. A lot of people will say I'm a madman for this one. This is a madman line. I believe uh, Lincoln Riley is an offensive genius, Caleb Williams is very good. I don't think he's as good as he thinks he is, but he is very good. Oregon minus 15 against USC is an absurd line to take. Should be I should be taking this at 14, but give me Oregon minus 15. Go Ducks. I think they could have a natty in them this year. Man, look at that. I thought, okay, guys, I, I need your help. Anyone in the comments, you guys can comment too. Do y'all want me to pick the dirty thing for the vibes, or do you want me to go with my head? Dirty for the vibes, or go with my head? I've been struggling with this back and forth because I saw something really dirty, and I think would be really funny and absolutely frustrating. Take San Diego State plus three <laughs> no. and a half. No, <laughs> no. And okay, I'm just gonna pick the dirty thing because it's funny. You know, Chad is voted vibes. <laughs> yes, we're going vibes. So let's take a journey down south to a team that actually was mentioned this podcast. Boco we're, versus Coastal. We're the same state. Same state. Give me oh, no. Rice plus 14 and a half on the road versus UTSA. Oh, man, my stomach's hurting from that one. It's so dirty. The fruity pebble pickle might be bad, but this rice pick is going to hurt. Man, but something about Rice I just can't put my finger on. They played it close with SMU last week, 
and SMU showed to be a pretty decent team. And then this the week before that, Tulane, they kept it close. What's going on with this Rice team? I don't really know. And do I have any kind of statistics to back this up? No, but something just feels dirty, and I'm just going to take the fun one. So let me go on this ride and pick Rice plus 14 and a half on the road. Man, this is going to be bad. Keep mine short and sweet. Ty mentioned it. Give me Colorado State minus three on the road to five wins. This one is easier than easy as easy does. I can't believe one of y'all didn't choose this one. San Diego City. I've been prophesizing about this for many, many years. Bum program three and six might as well be two and seven with that robbery, that cheap shot in that first game versus Ohio taking out Nathan Ward would have roasted them. Maple Missile is on the path of collapse. They've lost their identity. Their defense can't stop anybody. Their offense, of which I told y'all, the fact that you are putting a converted safety in as in as quarterback is not going to get you very far in a very, very, very strong Mountain West, uh, uh, Mountain West conference that we've seen this year. We're two wins away, baby. We are two wins away from cashing the biggest win total of my life. Four and a half Colorado win. Four and a half Colorado State wins. We're so close, and we got a nice little stretch. We got them. We got New Mexico, and we got Nevada. The that, that line's at three and a half right now, Blake. I have it at three. I have it at three at my book, and I can show you. It is very clearly. As long as he can get it somewhere, we don't have an official. We trust. Sponsor. We trust you. We trust yep. you. I got a got it at no. minus three with one fifteen odds on the oh, minus. The so pay up that little bit of that five cent juice right there. Don't care. This is an easy one. I can't believe y'all passed on this. Ty, Ty knew it. Ty was looking at the boards. He was smart. Jameson just didn't even pass. He just passed over it. He just, <laughs> as usual, no attention to detail right there. Give me a Rams. <laughs> this one is easy. Bobby, just do it. Just go San Diego City. I know. No, no. I know. No, you, no, no. you always like to side. They've burnt me. They've burnt me. I'm not doing do it. it. I, I am not doing it. Um, Look, I'm split between going one of two ways. I'm, I've am i been thinking about going with a wagon that I went last week, uh, which was Fresno. They're plus one on the road against San Jose State, mm. um, which I, I like because even though they're not good against the spread, they get wins. But on the other hand, I want to go with something I like a little bit more. And also, you know, throw a little dirt in Jameson's eye because it's fun. I am once I am fading Purdue and rolling with Fletcoin plus one at Ross Age Stadium. Oh, that's Gophers <laughs> is what I would say if I were uh, not a smart man. I am going to go with um I'm gonna go with Fresno. Uh they what? I'm riding with them. What? I'm riding with I'm riding with Fresno until the wheels fall off. Oh man. I thought you were going to take Minnesota. Ooh, that was a great switcheroo. You had him go. So Fresno Back. minus three. You're taking Fresno minus or Fresno minus, plus one. Plus one. Fresno plus one, plus one, plus one, one. on the road okay, against the four and five what... team. I like it. I like it. You know, oh. They're plus one right now. Yeah, Ball Fresno not knowers. 
San Jose State a feisty Christian Cordero in the, <laughs> the, the manning manning the field. This one's a classic uh, outside influence tries to come in my conference, says he knows what's going on. Oh, I don't like that one for you, Bobby. I do not like that one for you. We'll see how it goes. I mean, look, Fresno Fresno gets wins. They do not look impressive usually, but they get wins. And that's that's where I fall on this. If it was like a lot of points, I'd be a little wary. You know, they, they've had bad games, but they find a way to win unless it's Wyoming because Wyoming is, yeah. well, you know, as we all know, a little tricky. But All right, I'm feeling like feisty. I, Hit it, Bobby. Whoa, hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up. You never saw this coming. I summoned part of Greed. Y'all know what it is. Come on. It happens every year, baby. I'm back on the train. Man, I've been clean for a while and I need it so bad. Oh, I need no. It so yes. bad. And yes. I'm going, give me Boko, bull eligible Boko, going against yes. oh, Bobby's Coastal Carolina, the frauds of Coastal Why? Carolina. And they're going to the teal field. They're going to the teal field. The TV's going to be broken, Ty. It's going to be broken, but there's not going to be one thing that's broken. It's going to be that Texas State offense. I am so excited for this game. How could I not pick the broken TV, horrible-looking field of Coastal Carolina? And TJ Finley's going to walk in there and just put out massive points. This team is, oh, there's so much momentum. Give me Boko minus one on the road, baby. Oh, it feels so good. Oh, my goodness gracious. I've Not got chills. My, my, my hairs are standing up on my arms right now. <laughs> Bull eligible Boko. Wow. Incredible. Yeah. Uh, old uh, OUD and Kelly Dampas or Dampas jumping in the in the river last week after Boko became bowl eligible for the first time in school history. I I mean look we we all know that you've just doomed yourself but um yeah I don't know I'm about it I'm about it I'm always happy for Boko Man, uh teal chickens aren't what they used to be wonderful game I cannot wait <laughs> all right only one pot of greed remains so Javison used his the entire view of Zara's long, long time ago. Uh, Blake still sitting on his and uh, going once. No, going I, twice, I yeah. it's He's gonna happy. be out of spite. I'm just waiting for one of y'all to trigger <laughs> something inside me that is like, <laughs> you are so wrong on your wild card pick that it, it, it like the pot of greed has to come out. So we should be, we should be able to compound our wild cards by like doubling down. Like you could double Save spite. It. Saving it to head to head, someone is just amazing. That's incredible. One of y'all, one of y'all, I'm guarantee in the final final weeks of the season, we'll have a bad take. We don't have how many more wild cards do we even have? Like after this, so this is week eleven. We have twelve, thirteen, and then conference championship week. Jeez, we have two weeks. Do you have two weeks? Yeah. See, I'm not. I'm not even worried about that because, like. As Ty says, this is this is true ball knower territory. You've either been watching the games or you haven't. I know two people on this podcast have. Two other people probably have not. So I'm I'm Who's ready who? to announce. I we don't know, but I'm ready. <laughs> like, I, I guess I'm we'll find out one of them when I use that pot of greed on you. So okay, we'll find out. <laughs> I like how Bobby just knew that he was being talked about as a not. <laughs> 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 I'm, I'm beating you guys pretty convincingly. 
I'm 10 games over 500, Blake. I think I know a little bit of ball. I, but I, I know, never said you weren't a ball not knower. That's I know too. Blake that has called me a ball it. not knower so much this year. Yeah. He's called everyone a ball not knower. This <laughs> <laughs> is everybody. All right, folks, that is our show. Thank you all so much for watching uh, and supporting the podcast. We really appreciate it. If you like the show, make sure to give it a like on YouTube if you're watching live. Uh, and if you're watching on replay, make sure to um, you know give us a five-star rating, especially if you're on Spotify, please. Uh, because, yeah, we, we are five-star men, and we appreciate uh, that. Helps our show grow, get noticed, all that good stuff. So as, as the guys mentioned, it's winding down. The schedule's getting tight. We're getting really close to the end. It's making me a little sad, getting a little dusty we, in here, but. Bobby, I don't think we ever told the viewers what our punishment is this year. We actually. Yeah, I was thinking about that today. <laughs> yeah. So I, I think we've all agreed that it's going to be the alarm clock, right? Yes. Yes. For a month. The winner yeah. gets to pick the choice of an alarm clock for the loser. And for some people, that's going to be really, really poor. For thus, like for the people that wake up a little bit earlier and it's a little bit worse of a, a morning alarm clock, that's going to be brutal. And part of it, which I'm pretty sure we agreed on, is you have to wake up to the alarm and then you can take it to another room, but you have to listen to the entirety of the song every morning. That's fair. Yeah, that's, that's fair. fair. Because you don't obviously, you know, the people that are in the same bed as us can't hear the horrible, horrible song for a full <laughs> three minutes every single morning. So, if I lose, I know what Jameson's choosing for me. So I, I already know. If Blake loses, I, it's going to be we, a boomer sooner. We need it. We need it's a big play. I already know what y'all already know what it is. I might actually get in the lab and make a little remix of Crazy Frog and the Whopper Whopper song. Honestly. Crazy Frog, <laughs> Whopper Whopper, Crazy Whopper remix. <laughs> Whopper, whopper, bing, bing. <laughs> yes, <know>. yes. <laughs> uh, yeah. No, I, I, I've been thinking of what mine would be if I, if I were to win, like hypothetically. So it's, I don't know. It's gonna be good. It's gonna be good. But, um, yeah. So that's what we're playing for, and the winner gets. I think we've decided the winner gets something this year. I think we're gonna do like a little traveling trophy, maybe. I'm thinking maybe like something silly, maybe the golden fedora. I don't know. Um, it, it did not work this year, but I'm starting my campaign for next year for number four and number two to be punished because I like the game dynamic of the person in second. I, Basically, yeah. everyone is sweating at that point, <laughs> except for the first place. If you're Bobby, you're out in front. But I like the dynamic of, of Blake also sweating in number two. or just You going. got 50% of the vote right there because I'm all in on that. I, I kind of think it's funny. They're like almost had it. Like if you almost if you miss out, you get like a little punishment. I like. Or it. you like you win out. You're you're in last place up until the last week, and then you just demolish everyone just to end up in second and still being punished. <laughs> I, I think I'm about it. I think I'm about it. But anyway, it's y'all. That's our show. Thank y'all so much for listening. Have a great one and good luck out there, everybody.